Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke now if you're watching the live stream you're watching on the new twitch channel that we've created the all-american savage show podcast twitch channel you'll see or if you're watching on facebook or youtube as well you'll see that i do not have my beautiful bearded uh, heterosexual life partner here today He's not here. Uh, Josh is out dealing with some some kids. He's got those kids he's dealing with. Poor guy. Love him to death. Um, but no, Josh is out today. It's just me. It's just yours truly. You're stuck with me, folks. So if you're sitting there at your, your work desk or in your car on the long drive home from work where you just fucking hate your job and you want to teabag your boss, well, you've got me for the next hour and some change. So I'm happy to be here with you. Man, I love you guys so much. Not really. I fucking hate all of you. No, that's not true. I'm totally kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Oh, my God. No, if you're a normal Twitch subscriber, first, I want to say thank you for being a supporter over on Twitch if you're one of our uh, monthly subscribers to the Lost Savages. But we've created a new channel. It's the All-American Savage Show. Just look up All-American Savage Show on Twitch, and you will find it there. And, um, man, I cannot thank you enough for all the love and support there. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you for, uh, fuck, I mean, just paying, paying for the content. I do appreciate that. That does mean a lot. And that goes straight into shell shock. so I don't, I don't take that money. That goes towards the, um, uh, that just goes towards, um, yeah, expanding shell shock. And yeah, for those that are wondering, um, this is the old Drunken Debates channel. I'd already established it, but it's the new podcast channel, so it's kind of new, I guess you could say. But anywho, man, a lot to get to. A lot to get to today. Uh, okay, so but first, I bought the new VR system. Uh, it was a 250 gigabyte one from the MetaQuest one. I didn't know Facebook owned it, which pissed me off. But fuck me, it's a good, it's good. I liked it. Um, very easily uh, accessed. When you open up the box, instructions are there. It's easy to navigate, not difficult at all. Literally walks you through the process as soon as you turn it on to connect with your house Wi-Fi, and then you have access to all the games. So naturally, I did what any red-blooded American man is going to do. The first thing I looked up is for 3D porn, and yes, it does exist, and it's totally worth it. You're welcome, yes. Secondly, by the way, you can watch Star Trek. Yeah, you heard me right. You can watch Star Trek. Now, look. We have a great relationship, you and I, the listener and myself, okay? We don't have beef. I mean, if you're listening to me, I assume you like me in some capacity or you want to hear what I have to say in some capacity. Why? I don't know. But I'm a little taken back. I'm not going to lie. How none of you, you didn't tweet me, you didn't message me, you didn't even tag me and tell me that this was a possible thing. So I'm very disappointed in you right now. I'm not going to lie. 
Nobody told me you can watch Star Trek in 3D. Why? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. You should have you should have told me. You have nothing but yourselves to blame, okay? Don't let it happen again, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, use that. It was great. And I understand the stream is a little weird right now, folks. Sorry about that. Don't worry. The audio, it's all going to be uploaded after the podcast is finished. Um, you can check it out on um, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, you can download the podcast wherever podcasts are listened to. And did I mention, yes, we are now on uh, Pandora and the Valor podcast. If you're watching on Twitch and you go and you look at the panels at the bottom, you can see the direct link to the Valor podcast. Go give it a follow. Appreciate that love and support. So before we get into today's news, uh, as you know, this episode is sponsored by ShellshockCBD.com. Now, we are about to launch the new 50 milligram gummy of Delta 8 tested it last night it is insanely potent i was i didn't even get a chance to really play with the vr system because i was too baked out of my fucking gourd I'm not even gonna lie i was i was it felt amazing i still feel great by the way i feel amazing right now it kicked in within 20 minutes 20 minutes it kicks in and man, when it did, I felt amazing. I was orbiting. People were like, oh, you're in the sky right now. I was like, no, I just passed Pluto. I'm fucking orbiting. I'm heading to another galaxy right now. And it was, it was great. I finished watching The Princess Bride. I'm not ashamed. It's a great movie. Don't judge me. I can hear you judging me through the speaker right now. Stop it. Stop it. Okay? It's a great movie. And all you masculine dudes out there, I'm a masculine guy as well. I can admit it's a damn good movie. And fuck you if you think it's not. You're just, you're on that same train. It's like, oh, Nickelback isn't cool. And then in the back of your mind, anytime a Nickelback song comes on, you're singing it in your head. Look at this photograph. Yeah, come on. Let's be, let's, can we, can we at least be honest with each other at this point? Can we at least be honest with each other at this point? Creed and Nickelback are great bands. I don't give a fuck who says they're not. They are. They are great bands. You don't get that big by sucking unless you're one direction. That's just the way it works, okay? I don't make the rules, folks. I don't make the rules. But can we at least have a come-to-Jesus meeting and be honest with each other about this? I feel like we need to at this point. Because for some reason, and this is the way our society works, it's like being in fucking high school on the internet, okay? It suddenly becomes cool to hate what was once cool, and then it's going to become cool to not hate what was once cool. All right? I don't know if that makes, it makes sense to me. You know where I'm going with that. You know where I'm going with that. It's the truth, though. Anyway, the gummy was incredible. And did I mention it's cotton candy flavored? Yeah. These are going to be 50 milligrams. They're no joke. We're also... Potentially looking at releasing 100 milligram gummies. We're, we're going to hold off on that. We're just going to see. We're going to see people even like the 50 milligram ones. So that's that. All right. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. It is the last day of the month. Last day of the month. Make sure you check us out, folks. we got some great deals coming for you beginning, uh, I think, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have some great opportunities for you. I don't have the actual ad read for me 
in my hand yet. It is coming tomorrow. But right now, you can still get one 30-count bag of the pineapple fallout gummies and 30-count bag of watermelon fallout gummies for only $69.99. Regularly, $89.98. Bundle can be found under the CBD gummies on our website. No code is required, and the offer ends 831. Today's the last day to get on on that, folks. If you like our fallout gummies, they are THC-free. They will help you with your stress and anxiety. These will help you relax. Today's the last day to get in on them. Get them while you can. Okay? Okay. Glad we had this talk. Glad we had this talk. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. So much news to get into. So much news to get into. Oh, my God. I need to figure out this VR thing because if you've been a longtime follower of myself on Twitch, you remember before we brought the podcast back, I was doing, I was doing mainly Twitch streaming. And, and by the way, thanks for all the new subs on the new channel. You guys are fucking amazing. Really appreciate that. Um, for those that don't remember, um, I was doing the, the Halloween scare streams. You remember that? My, my old school people are going to remember this. I know you remember this. You remember the old school scare streams? Yeah, it was bad. Well, bad as in scared shitless. I'm probably going to bring it back. Probably going to bring it back. We had a lot of great success. A lot of great success. And by the way, while I have y'all all here, I want to pick your brains in chat. You see, this is the best thing uh, about being a live watcher on Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that. How many of you used uh, this um, Turo app? How many of y'all have used the Turo app? And for those that don't know, it's basically where you can rent other people's vehicles. Now, I've been watching, I've been looking at it. And because I got a 2020 Corvette, the Stingray, or 2021. So it's, it's, it's literally, it's the Turo app. And you can rent other people's vehicles. So you don't have to go through a rental dealership. It's T-U-R-O. And it basically, this is, this is essentially going to put a lot of uh, rental businesses out of business. Um, to where essentially you can go on this app and you can find somebody with a car that you like that you can rent for a specified number of days, insurance covered, all that. It's literally just doing that. But you can also put your own vehicle on there to rent out. Now, I'm looking at the, um, why rent when I own? Well, if you're going into a different city and you're flying in, you don't want to go to a rental. Oh, my God. Look, look I... People, it's too early for the stupidity. Please don't. Please don't hit me with the stupid this early. I'm, I'm, mm -mm, mm -mm, no, not today. Don't make me shut the fucking comments off. So help me a lot, I will. Okay? If you're traveling to a different country, if you're traveling to a different state, then you have it. But I saw Lambo on there. Brand new Lamborghini. $1,500 a day to rent. The Stingray model that I have, almost $300 a day to rent. Can you imagine that? So I'm think I'm literally thinking about listing my Stingray on there. Why not? I mean, if I don't, you know, I don't know. Whatever money you get will not compensate for the wear and tear you have received. If I'm renting that thing for $250 to $300 a day, I beg to differ. I'm just saying. I can literally pay the thing off and make money off of it as well. I only take the vet out on the weekend. I drive the Tesla during the week to save gas money, but they also have to cover the gas. Now they're going to put some wear and tear on the vehicle and it will depreciate. I'll give you that, but that's also a write-off. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I'd be worried that somebody would crash on purpose. Well, then they have to pay for it. 
I'm just saying. And yeah, of course, people aren't going to drive it the way I do, but it's also covered by insurance. I'll have to, I'll, I don't know, I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm looking into it. We'll see. Mm. All right, let's get into it, folks. Here's the news. All right, if you've been watching, uh, apparently, <laughs> this is how stupid this sounds. Let me just go ahead and read the article. Uh, photo, Deep State Strikes Back. This is from Breitbart, okay? This isn't Deep State. This is just the fucking DOJ. We keep conflating the two things. It's just everybody's like Deep State. It's, it's corrupted government. Let's just call it what it is. It doesn't apply to one side. It's just government corruption, and it seeps into both sides of the parties. Let's not even pretend it's just the left. It's also the right. Um, you look at the Lindsey Grahams, the McConnells. All, no, come on. I, I, I get so sick and tired of that. Deep state, deep state. It's fucking corrupt government. Um, deep state strikes back. Shows top secret Trump documents in court filing. Now, what you're looking at right now is apparently what the FBI raid produced in regards to classified information that was being stored at Mar-a-Lago. Now, these are the questions that I have. We're going to get into this. Um Right now, Democrats, you got Swalwell out there, fucking douchebag extraordinaire, talking about in these classified documents are things about the troops, and Trump shouldn't have access to that. So you do support the troops, and you support Trump. I like how he juxtaposes troops versus Trump. That's a very disingenuous, intellectually dishonest freaking conversation to have, Swalwell. You, as an openly homosexual man, should know better. Okay? That's just ridiculous. Number two, how do you know what's in those documents? Because according to the DOJ, they said the FBI agents that had found these documents said that the level of security clearance that was needed to even look at these was, was beyond theirs. So how does Swalwell know? I'm curious about that. Number three. Now, a lot of veterans listen to this podcast, and I'm assuming that many of you are in the military intelligence or were in the military intelligence community or worked with classified information and material. So you had to have a clearance, a secret or top secret clearance. Now, I ask you, common sense here, would you ever, would you ever take photographs of classified material, even if said classified material is covered, take photos as the DOJ has done and then release them? Ladies and gentlemen, civilians that don't know any better, I am telling you right here, this, if this is what they're claiming it is to be, this is a massive fuck up. You do not do that. But liberals don't care right now because this is, they're saying this is going to incriminate Trump. So the situation that we're facing right now is that Trump is saying he's declassified these documents. The FBI is saying he has, or the DOJ is saying he has not. So we're getting two different stories here. We still don't know what's actually in the documents. Apparently, Swalwell does. He says it's troop information. I don't know how he knows that. I'm curious to that. But I am very curious why anybody or nobody realistically on the interwebs on Twitter right now is questioning why the shit this is even on the internet. Well, the, the comments that I see about these posts, especially from Swalwell, from liberals are out there saying, like, well, they're covered. You can't see what's there. It doesn't matter. You don't do that. You don't do that. There's something fishy here. There's something insanely fishy here. Now, look, here's the bottom line. If Trump is guilty and he fucked up, then you hold him accountable. But the problem is, when has this been enforced? When has the DOJ actually enforced this? 
Now the left is making a mockery of this because Hillary Clinton's coming out there talking about her leaked emails or the 33,000 deleted emails and the scrubbed hard drives. Now they think it's a joke. She is literally joking in the face of law enforcement, federal law enforcement. But meanwhile, you've got Trump that the, that the, the left wants to hold his feet to the fire. I, I don't get this. I don't understand this. If at the core of this argument is that classified information and classified servers should remain classified and you should operate according to how law specifies, Hillary didn't. Nothing happened. Trump apparently, and this has not been proven yet, but they're already ready to lock Trump up over this. Meanwhile, that's insane to me. That's just, that's crazy to me. Guilt is guilt. But if you're going to have one law, it should apply to every single citizen. Every single citizen. We're not seeing that right now. We're seeing a witch hunt. This is a political witch hunt. The DOJ let Hillary Clinton walk scot-free. Right now, they're wanting to go after Trump. So I'm just curious, are these documents classified or not? Well, Trump released the statement and said they are not. He, he declassified them. Let's read the article. The U.S. Department of Justice revealed a photograph of, okay, big fucking no-no right there. Big fucking no-no right there. Why? It's just, it's, it's nuts to me. That's nuts to me. The U.S. Department of Justice released this photo. Big no-go. Because to me, it's like if you're going to redact a lot of the information that is in that affidavit for the preservation of the investigation to keep people safe, what is this? You're taking pictures of so-called evidence. Is that not playing your hand to a degree? Something's not adding up. Something is not adding up here, folks. U.S. Department of Justice revealed a photograph of the allegedly secret documents recovering during, recovered during the raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence, arguing the former president's legal team misled the federal government. In a new 36-page filing late Tuesday, the DOJ addressed the investigation into Trump and the former president's compliance thus far. The federal government accused Trump of repeatedly failing to return classified White House documents despite being subpoenaed and promising a diligent search to recover any documents. The government also developed evidence that government records were likely concealed and removed from the storage room and that efforts were likely taken to obstruct the government's investigation. DOJ counterintelligence chief Jay Bratt wrote in the filing. Bratt continued that the FBI in a matter of hours recovered twice as many documents with the classification markings as the diligent search that the former president's counsel and other representatives had weeks to perform calls into serious question the representations made in the June 3rd certification and cast doubt on the extent of cooperation in this matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do I do I believe that? No, not in the slightest. I don't believe that in the slightest. I think it's a load of bollocks. That's right. I said bollocks. I don't care. I think they're delving further into this because this is a nothing burger. Now, Trump has rebutted this, and he's basically coming out and saying, well, the article's saying, Trump slams DOJ filing opposition or opposing special master allegation. He tried to obstruct probe. He says, I declassified. Trump claims he's declassified documents that DOJ alleges were concealed and removed in order to obstruct the investigation. Former President Donald Trump slammed the DOJ following the agency's opposition to his request for a special master to review documents seized from his Mar-a-Lago estate. The FBI is sitting there saying that, hey, we have such highly classified material. We had to get special permission to even look at the stuff. 
And Trump's right now calling, like, he wants to stop on this. Like, halt, freeze, get somebody else to look at this. He doesn't want the FBI going over this. Naturally, it'd be like a, a corrupted lawyer having access to the evidence and going over it. You don't want a corrupted lawyer. That lawyer's not there to actually insert or to serve justice. There's a bias there. I get where Trump's coming from on this. And liberals, you can sit there and say he's guilty, 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 guilty. You know if Biden was in the same situation, you'd be saying the exact same thing I'm saying. If we had a Republican freaking FBI, Republican-led FBI, which let's not even get it twisted. Don't even get it twisted. Garland is in the left's pocket. He's playing to Biden on this one. Don't even say he's not. You know he is. You know he is. If Biden was in this position and the FBI was in the right's pocket, he would want somebody else, hand, a, a potentially unbiased, which does not exist in this country, independent source to review these documents. It's not going to happen. I mean, the judge is saying that's what she wants to do. But as far as them being unbiased, I don't believe such a thing exists. I really don't. Um, Forum for, okay, in the 40-page response filed Tuesday, the Justice Department opposed the appointment of a special master to review documents seized, but why, 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 why would you do that? Why would you oppose that? If the evidence speaks for itself, it doesn't matter whose mouth it comes out of. If everybody has access to the same amount of evidence, why does it matter who's saying what, what's what? If he's guilty, it's going to be shown. FBI wants control of all of this. They want to be the mouthpiece of this. Garland wants to be the mouthpiece. Whatever he says goes. The judge saying opposite, they don't like that. That scares them. It doesn't give them control anymore. Because the records in question belong to the United States, not him. In addition to the DOJ's filings, the documents were likely concealed and removed from the storage room and that efforts were likely taken to obstruct the government's investigation. Note keyword likely. They can't prove it. This is an accusation, folks. This is an accusation by the FBI. And just because it's an accusation from a federal law enforcement agency does not make it right. It's still an accusation. In a flurry of truth social posts Wednesday morning, Trump said it was terrible that the FBI during the raid of Mar-a-Lago threw documents haphazardly all over the floor, perhaps pretending it was me that did it, and then started taking pictures of them for the public to see. Thought they wanted them kept secret. Lucky ID classified. We're going to find out. Trump also appeared to react to Attorney General Merrick Garland's uh, Tuesday memo to personnel, reiterated DOJ's policy that department communications to Congress must go through the official or the Office of the Legislative Affairs. Also, Garland put out the thing for the DOJ yesterday or the day before, the memorandum stating that you can no longer participate in political uh, activities. Yeah, no shit. But it's too little too late. It doesn't matter. Just because you're not attending these political functions does not mean that we think or we don't think the FBI and the rest of these, their ilk, is not politically implicit in this bias that is being shown in this hit job. And I honestly think this is probably at the hands of Obama, to tell you the truth. I really do. And I don't, I, I don't doubt that somehow the Clintons are involved in this. I do not doubt it for a second. Think about it. Clinton orchestrated the massive four or five year bullshit Russian collusion hoax. She's good at this. Folks, like, listen. Now, look, I'm all for due process. If Trump is guilty, then so be it. But we have to take certain things into account now at this point. The Clintons have already done this. They hoodwinked the entire world for years with the Steele dossier. Schiff, all of them. Mueller report, it's Mueller time. What did it do for the left? It got them all up in arms. Stephen Colbert, all the rest of these jokers out there. It's Mueller time. I'm dreaming of a Mueller Christmas. You remember this? I remember this. Not that long ago. Oh, they were celebrating they had Trump. We're going to lock him up. We're going to lock him up. All from a lie that was proven to be fabricated. It was a hoax. 
And did they recant? Did they retract? Did they apologize? No. So you'll forgive me if I suddenly don't jump your train of wanting to politically hang a president that you just don't like because his orange hair and fake tan make your pee-pee go soft. I'm sorry. I don't want to listen to you anymore. The funny thing about it, though, is if you go on Twitter, which is cancer, by the way, you can follow me over on that cancer's platform at Sergeant Savage. Nobody can tell you what's in those documents. Oh, he's guilty of what? What's in the documents? Well, it's classified, well, but you don't know what's in them. How do you know it's classified? Anybody could fabricate a photo like that. Even the FBI, you think and this is the same, the same group of people that want to fund police. Oh, cops are crooked. They'll plan evidence. You think the FBI won't? And I'm not saying they did. I'm not saying they did. I'm saying that any lawyer could take one look at that and say, how do you know it's classified? That's not going to hold up in fucking court. Just a picture. And, I'm, and I mean this in the sense of the court of public opinion on social media. But the left doesn't care about that. I could literally recreate the same exact thing and say I broke into Biden's house. Why is he storing this? And that would instantly make headlines. Well, probably not. But still, you get where I'm going. And I'm not trying to rationalize or justify this for Trump. I'm simply saying that now we have to question literally everything because of what Hillary did for years. Garland's memo comes across the heels of the whistleblower claims made to Senator Chuck Grassley out of Iowa that there is, according to Grassley, a deeply rooted political infection within the FBI. This has been proven. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't take much to see the bad actors that have come out over the years. Even freaking Trump's former generals. I mean, come on. Miley even admitted to it. Miley should be held for treason. And I'm not saying that to sound outlandish or ridiculous. I'm being genuine with that. He literally admits. Miley literally admitted. He stayed in his position to fight Trump from the inside. He admitted that. Folks, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? He's a traitor. What, okay, and I, I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it, but it's the truth. What if a standard, what if a standard sergeant or private said the exact same thing? I'm fighting this from the inside. Wow. I mean, suddenly it's okay, though, because if it's against Trump, well, then it's justified. Well, this is how this is how one-sided we've become as a nation. Just because you don't like the commander-in-chief doesn't mean you get to freaking go against them, especially if you work for, if he's your boss. Makes sense to me. I get that. But the rest of America doesn't, apparently. That's pathetic. That's where we're at. Well, Trump's saying he declassified. So CNN comes out, and they have their own little spin on this. They say, um... Uh, take away from the historic Justice Department court filing in the Mar-a-Lago search. Former President Donald Trump has pu- pushed an uh, incomplete and accurate narrative in his recent court filings about the Mar-a-Lago search. The Justice Department said in a historic court filing late Tuesday night. Prosecutors fleshed out new details about the ongoing criminal investigation into Trump's potential mishandling of classified documents, which he took from the White House to his resort at home and home in Florida. Trump and his allies have denied any wrongdoing. In total, the U.S. government... Here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue. Okay. Off the top of my head, how long has Biden been in office? He's, what, over two years now, right? Okay. Why now? Is nobody asking this question? Why now? I'm going to make this statement, folks. I'm going to make this statement. 
I honestly feel this is a nothing burger. Based upon the historic events over the last six years of them just going after Trump nonstop, I'm thinking this is nothing again. Because every single time, something like this, they take some type of event and they major on it. And they make it a talking piece. And all these talking heads, like these Brian Stelters and the Cuomos, just regurgitate this same shit. The Colbert's, everybody. It's like their little clown circus of MSM figureheads that just regurgitate the same shit over and over and over again. With no proof. The Steele dossier, no proof. Well, they're closing in. They're closing in. It's going to be a, a January 6th committee. They're closing in on Trump. By the way, we're convening again in September. No no charges yet to be levied. You'd think if you had charges against a former president, that's what you're going to lead with. You don't have shit. I mean, come on, folks. You don't have to be Johnny Cochran to figure this shit out. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But here's where we're at. In total, the U.S. government has recovered more than 320 classified documents from a Mar-a-Lago. Okay, again, the whole classified thing, they're saying this, they're repeating this over. Oh, my God. Trump's had access to this. Apparently, this was not an issue until just now, some two years later. Two years and some change, actually. Now it's an issue. Okay. The filings in response to Trump's bid for special masters in a civil lawsuit against the Justice Department. Weeks after the FBI searched the Mar-a-Lago, uh, the judge handling the case, a Trump appointee, has said her preliminary intent is to bring in a special master. A hearing is scheduled for Thursday. Here are some key takeaways from the filing that we learned and where we go from here. Docs removed and possibly hidden from investi investigators. Possibly. Keyword, possibly. Documents were likely concealed and removed from a storage room at Mar-a-Lago as part of an effort to obstruct the FBI's investigation. And the Justice Department said in its filings Tuesday. What's more, the DOJ said that the search cast serious doubt on his lawyer's claims that there has been a diligent search to return classified material in response to a grand jury subpoena. A Trump lawyer signed a statement to the Justice Department in June arresting, or excuse me, excuse me attesting that all of the classified material at Mar-a-Lago had been returned. That the FBI, in a matter of hours, recovered twice as many documents with the classification markings as the diligent search of the former president's counsel and other representatives had weeks to perform calls into the serious question. Okay, with all this being said, with all this being said, the FBI was already, they were already in this home. They already looked at the stuff. So you're saying that you found things that you initially didn't see when you first went in there to inspect where he was storing all this information? I'm just curious on that. I'm just curious on that one. And did Trump declassify this? I, there's just a lot of information on both sides that people are just wanting the truth on. And, I, dude, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it at this point. It's just nothing but a fucking political circus. It's a political circus, a polit political theater. That's why it's stupid. It's ridiculous. That's where we're at. That's where we're at on this, folks. We'll watch as it unfolds. We'll watch as it unfolds. We'll just see what happens. Again, I don't think it's anything. I really don't. And again, the only reason that we know that they're doing this, it's to stop Trump's run in 2024. Because they know it's going to happen. And I think this is going to blow up in their face because if they attempt that, it's going to be DeSantis. I, I genuinely feel that way. But we'll see. We'll see what happens.
All right, moving on to the next one. Moving on to the next one. It's just it's, it's just a big fucking show. That's all this is. Big fucking show. Well, if you're in my chat right now and you're watching the stream, here is the new Twitch channel that you can come tune in on. Uh, it is All American Savage Show. It's the new podcast on the Twitch platform. I'm not going to be streaming the uh, the podcast to my main uh, Twitch account anymore because I keep catching bans. Um, for stuff like that. And YouTube, for those that don't know, I'm on the John Ross page right now, uh, just letting those people know. About to shut the podcast down over there. I want to make y'all aware of my other channel that we stream to. Um, so essentially, I have a backup stream platforms that I use. This is the one for YouTube in the chat. If you are watching on the John Burke page, go to that link. It's All American Savage Show on YouTube. We're streaming live right now because, again, I cannot afford to catch any more bans on these platforms. I can publish the John Ross videos. I don't catch anything for that. Um, but we really appreciate the love and support there. So, guys, if you're on YouTube, go follow the other account. There's the link. Go tune in. I'm going to end that stream on that YouTube page, the main YouTube page right now. And all we're going to be streaming to is the All-American Savage Show on YouTube. We've got almost 300 live viewers on the John, per John Burke page. Just go click on that other link. It's another YouTube channel. Give it a follow, and that's what we're going to stream to. All right, John Burke, YouTube followers, love y'all. Ending the stream now. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, you got to love this. <laughs> you, you just really got to love this. This is funny to me. You've got California wanting to ban cars, uh, gas-powered cars, by 2035. Because we have to go green, right? We got, we got to save the planet. We got to Greta Thunberg this shit. How dare you? And this is what California's saying. Don't charge that electric vehicle. California braces for energy shortage through Labor Day. California will suffer an energy shortage and flex alerts through Labor Day due to high temperatures, and residents will be asked to conserve electricity during afternoons and evenings, which means refraining from charging electric vehicles, among other uses. Hoping to avoid blackouts, the California Independent System Operator, which manages the state's power grid, warned Tuesday that it probably will issue a series of flex alerts over the next several days. For those that don't know, flex alerts are voluntary recall or calls for con uh, conservation during the afternoon and evening hours when the energy use tends to soar. Well, yeah, because people want to cool down their houses and shit. Um, residents will be asked to turn up their thermostats to 78 degrees or high. What do you want? People to like be like part lizard? What? 78? Okay, wait, no. You're out of your fucking mind. You are out of your damn mind. 78 degrees? Are you kidding me? There ain't no way in hell. There is no way in hell. <laughs> Good Lord. Avoid using dishwashers or other large appliances and hold off on charging their electric vehicles all during the 4 to 9 p.m. time frame. You cannot make this up. You cannot make this up, folks. The same people, the same people that want to ban gas-powered everything to save the planet are now telling you, oh, well, you can't charge your electric vehicle. So what are people supposed to do? How are they supposed to get around? You cannot make this shit up. It's too good. It's too good. Good Lord. 
The grid is expected to be under the most strain on Monday with a projected peak load of 48,225 megawatts. And Gonzalez of the California Independent System operator said, Peak loads on Sunday when temperatures in parts of the Bay Area are most likely to reach triple digits are also expected to reach more than 48,000 megawatts, according to Gonzalez. Because the weekend's heat wave will align with high temperatures throughout the West, California's ability to import power from neighboring states may be limited, according to the grid operator. Warnings come just days after the state finalized regulations to ban gasoline-powered vehicles by 2035 as part of Governor Gavin Newsom's effort to shift the entire passenger fleet to electric vehicles, ostensibly to help fight climate change. How's that working out for you? (laughs) How's that working out for you? You serious with this? People are really serious with this. Can't make it up, folks. You cannot make this up. We're going to ban gas power, but by the way, uh, the power grid that is essentially ran off of fucking gas, like, okay, right, okay, whatever. This is California, folks. This is California. It makes no sense. This is how stupid they are. Uh, Joe Biden again threatens political enemies with F-15 jets. Um, President Joe Biden again threatens political enemies via mention of F-15 jets, this time during his, speech, his Tuesday speech in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Breitbart News reporter on how Biden mocked Americans who believed owning AR-15s. I did, I did watch part of the speech, and Biden comes out there and says the Second Amendment is not absolute, and he's incredibly wrong on that. And then he, he you know, doubled down on the fact that he has shotguns. Hey, man, I've got shotguns at home. Bro, this is how stupid people are. Biden and his ilk don't seem to understand the type of firearm you should wield is dependent upon the situation. Okay? That's how stupid these people are. Weapon of war. We carry shotguns in Iraq and Afghanistan. Those are technical weapons of war, technically weapons of war as well. All weapons are meant to kill. Let's not even pretend or kid ourselves about that, but that's okay. We need that. But this this clown, this douchebag, literally comes out there and says the Second Amendment isn't absolute. Yes, it is. Unless it's amended, which you can't do. This is bullshit. <clears throat> this is bullshit. It's unconstitutional. He said, for those brave right-wing Americans to say it's all about keeping America independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. Really? You sure about that, old man? Because I'm pretty sure for 20 years, we were fucking chasing men in flip-flops and man jammies through the mountains that only had PKMs and RPGs. They didn't have F-15s. You'd think 300, ladies and gentlemen... The total combining law enforcement community, including the feds, equates to something like 750,000 people. Okay? You really think 750,000 people, and we'll split the population in half of 350 million, you think you can take on that many millions of people if there was a civil war? You serious with that? And even the military, it's not very big. Compared to the population, yeah, you're going to have a lot of shit out there. But this is also another part that Biden and his ilk don't seem to understand. It's not going to be a their side versus our side. What I mean by that is say like there was a civil war and it was Republicans versus Democrats. Do we live in Republican communities? No, we're mixed. 
So what exactly are you going to be using your F-15 for, pray tell? Why is nobody talking about the logistics of this? Biden's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You get a, you get a what? You get a missile strike somebody's house? No. Come on. Let's be real here, folks. He's an idiot. These people don't know what they're talking about. This is when civilians step foot into the coup arena, and they start saying things they really don't seem to understand. I had a friend make a tweet yesterday, and here's where I had to disagree with him, and I, I respect this guy. Um, followed him on Twitter for a while now. What's his name? Let me look him up. He's a good dude. I agree with everything he says, but Jesse Kelly followed him on Twitter. He's a good dude. Um, but he, he tweeted out that, you know, basically talking about this, how Biden, you know, using the military to kill his own. I'm just like, no, that's not what he's going to do. I disagree. Respectfully, of course. It'd be a PR nightmare. And let me break it down. I think I've talked about this before. I explained this. They're going to do it economically. They're going to do it by weaponizing the three-letter agencies. We've already seen it. I said, you're seeing it with the FBI right now. Wait till they fucking do it with the IRS even more so than they already are. And they start economically targeting you. You think it's not possible? Oh, 100% it is. It's cleaner. It's more efficient. It's not going to give you bad press. Because regardless of what you think, if Biden created a civil war and he started killing Republicans with the military, number one, the officer corps is primarily comprised of liberals. These officers are trained on these liberal indoctrination grounds called colleges to include West Point. That's right, West Point. It's been gone for a very long time. Secondly, the enlisted corps leans primarily right. They do not really care for liberalism too much. Now, you do have a lot of woke retards going into the service, but it's still primarily dominated by right-leaning military people. So, you're going to have that faction split. You're not going to have a united military. You won't. Because if you think for a second that the military is going to blindly obey obediently. <laughs> Look what happened with COVID. Look what you did with COVID. You had massive amounts of people saying this is bullshit. Now, let's exacerbate that situation. Now it's killing our fellow Americans that are just different politically. You really think, come on, folks. we got to stop letting the gaslight like hype us up. There has to be some levels of pragmatic uh, thought process, if you will, a pragmatic thought process that we can't go to extremes on making these comparisons. Is it possible? Of course it's possible. The likelihood of it, though, I, I don't think so. And I'm not saying this is like, oh, we shouldn't be worried. Of course we should be worried. Absolutely. But I think we have to be accurate in our hypotheticals, if you will, in which the reason for it is the best how to counter it. If you think that Biden is going to take plan A and then all we do to counter that is just make a defense for plan A and then he does a plan B we didn't think about, you're kind of left with your ass hanging out. So economically, how do you combat that? Well, that's something for all of us to think about. It's true. How are you going to combat it if they go after you economically? What if they freeze your bank accounts like they did up in the uh, cuck of the north with the Freedom Convoy? You think Biden wouldn't pull a Trudeau? I 100% think he would. 100%. We talked about it on yesterday's show. They were talking to credit card companies about establishing a way to identify gun transactions, gun sale transactions. Why do you think they want to do that? They're not stupid, folks. They are not stupid. That's the biggest mistake any of us can make is to think that the government is stupid, that they're not slimy, lecherous creatures. They are. Uh, this is not the first time that Biden has seemed to talk about pitting F-15s against his political enemies. He did it in February of 2020 while on the campaign trail, and he did it again in June of 2021, just months before taking office. 
On February 10th of 2020, Breitbart News noted Biden letting gun owners know that their AR-15s and AK-47s are no match for the government's F-15s. Okay. You know what's no match? Never mind, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I can tell you right now, you think IEDs were prevalent in Afghanistan? Wait till they hit America. It's not hard. I just gave a massive giveaway right there, folks. All we have to do is you take the Taliban tactics and you apply them to our own government and you will win. It's going to be scary for it, isn't it? Imagine driving down the road in America and you're getting hit with IEDs. No way to tell who put it there, who made it. That's what you don't seem to understand. You think Americans are so stupid, we take this war to where you're strongest at? Absolutely not. We're going to make you come fight it on our territory, our ground, how we fight it. We'd be stupid to play in your hands. And here's the other part. With Republicans mixed with Democrats, and again, this is a strictly hypothetical situation. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying let's war game this. You going to start arresting people because of Republicans? No, it's never going to happen. There'd be all out war. Just saying, something to consider. You think it's hard to make an IED? It's not. It's really not. I've been around, seen it. 20 fucking years. 20 fucking years. IEDs, snipers, bro. Just saying. So when Biden makes these statements, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He said, those who say the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots, a great line. Well, it's not a line, Biden. Why has the left become so anti-American that the statements made by our founding fathers and patriots of olden times that literally fought and died for this country, why do you say it's just a line? That's a very serious thing to say. To be so dismissive of people that were literally saying we are fighting off invaders because we're not represented in parliament as we should be. And you're saying it's just a line? How disrespectful are you? Imagine living in a country where we have so much freedom that you have the freedom to insult and disrespect your own country. I'm at a loss, folks. Now, again, I'm not for, you know, fascism. But come on. I'm never going to respect somebody like that. Never. If you hate it here so bad, why the fuck are you the president? The fact is, if you're going to take on the government, you need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, there is no way an AK-47 is going to take care uh, of you if you are worried about the government knocking down your door. Uh, Taliban beg to differ. They beg to differ. And what did they do the other day? Did y'all miss this? One year anniversary of Taliban retaking Afghanistan. What did they do? They had a massive party in Bagram Airfield. Oh, there's pictures all over the internet. You can see it. What did your F-15s do then, Biden? 
20 years they held out. 20 years they held out. Something to think about. Biden's an idiot. Now, you got to love this accusation that he's making, this claim. Joe Biden claims brave right-wing Americans are shooting law enforcement. Oh, my God. How you just got to love how the narrative changes. When Democrats start losing hardcore, they really start fabricating as much as they can. It's only the right wing that's shooting at cops. It's the left wing that wanted to fund the cops. Don't sit here and play like you're some type of ally to the blue. You're not. You wanted to defund them. And I love how Saki and the rest of that ilk, when they start seeing how crime in places like New York shoots up over 200%. And then you start blaming Republicans like this was a Republican idea? No. This is this started way back with the founding of the bullshit BLM and those grifters. Yes, the whole defund the police, that's what that came out. You birthed that whole catastrophe, that abortion and waiting. And then you want to pin that on Republicans? How stupid do you think we are? It's like you sit there, the only like equivalent you can make, the only equivalent comparison you can make is you sit there with like a Little, you say, man, the sky is so blue. Oh, it's not blue, it's purple. And you argue with them for years. Bro, it's blue, it's purple. And then, after those years, they come out and it's like, man, why did, why did you always say the sky was purple? It's like, no, you did. No, we didn't. You did. It's like, dude, are you kidding me right now? You're, you're not doing that. You're not really trying. Yeah, yeah, the sky's, the sky's blue. We've always said, wow. What about these these tweets, these, these White House press briefs? Well, no, no, we didn't say that. It's literally you right here saying, no, 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 we didn't say that. Okay. So you're, that's what they call a bad faith actor. We're not going to have a rational conversation because you're a liar. There's no common ground. That's a bad faith argument. You can't even talk to those people. That's why we don't even debate people half the time anymore. They're not going to concede when they're actually wrong. They won't do it. Imagine trying to have a rational debate with somebody that has TDS. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. Uh, the president detailed his frustration with Americans who support the right to own semi-automatic weapons during a speech on fighting crime in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Um, for those brave right, right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping the framework, blah, 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 who are they shooting at? They're shooting at these guys behind me, he continued, referring to law enforcement who were securing the president. Biden insisted that he was not against the Second Amendment, noting that he had two shotguns at home. You know, we live in a country awash in weapons of war, he complained, promising to ban so-called assault weapons in the United States. The president began shouting about the dangers of semi-automatic weapons such as the AR-15. What the hell What the hell's the matter with us? He shouted, no, I'm not joking. Think about it. What are we doing? He's, he again falsely claimed that Americans could not go out and purchase a cannon and repeated his assertion that guns like the AR-15s were not needed for activities like hunting. How many deer or bears are wearing Kevlar vests, huh? He asked, not a joke. Are you fucking stupid? What? A five five two two three isn't gonna pierce a fucking Kevlar vest with plates. Are you stupid? What? Now I do know some people that do hunt with two two three. I don't. I'm a three oh eight guy. But why are you calling to ban the three oh eight? It'll do way more damage, way more accurate than a fucking two two three. You kidding me? And they even have mag fed three oh eight rounds. Are you you're you're fucking stupid? But don't tell them that. They'll want to ban it. You gotta be shitting me, dude. These people are so stupid. You you literally, you literally cannot make this up. Go look up the size of a 223 round and compare it to a 308. 
What the fuck? Idiots. Just idiots. And liberals and uneducated people like that, they just clamor like a bunch of catfish jumping to the surface when you're dropping them a little crumbs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, we don't need weapons of war. Yeah, feed me more, daddy. And meanwhile, you're just standing there going, what the fuck are you talking about? Who let this old man out of his fucking cage? Bro, everything you're saying is wrong. I mean, last I checked. Now, again, I'm, I was in Air Force, but can an F-15 fire a Hellfire? I thought those are Tomahawks. I thought Hellfires were for the AHs. I don't know armament to that extent. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I could have swore Hellfires were launched from choppers. From AHs, attack helicopters. I did not know those were launched from F-15s. I mean, I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I just always figured that, you know. Again, I was in Air Force. I don't know a lot about that, but when you said Hellfires, I thought that that was just mainly a freaking rotoruing attack um, thing. But yeah, I think he's wrong on that one. <sighs> Tomahawks are shipping subfire. Okay. Either way, it's weird to me. Biden created a political litmus test on the proposal to ban assault weapons. Again, what is an assault weapon? Same as hate speech. What is it? What, what comprises it? Uh, it's time to hold every elected official's feet to the fire and ask them, are you for banning assault weapons or not? He said, ask them if the answer is no, vote against them. The same thing could be said in, in response in opposition to you. If your answer is to ban it, then the, to go vote against you. I like how he says that in an attempt to be like, well, hey, if you don't go with the tyranny by the majority, we're going to vote you out. Well, Biden, I don't think that's going to end well for you. I really don't. And then every single Republican or Democrat that comes out, says, they're not coming for your guns. <laughs> they're not coming for, what are you talking about? You're being, they're not coming. What did the president just say? What did the president just say? You cannot lie and make this up anymore, folks. Liberals love to exist in this realm of fucking denial. Literally what your figurehead, dementia-ridden old mouthpiece of a fucked hard said. Ban assault weapons. The AR-15, in their opinion, is an assault weapon. Yes, they are coming for the guns. That's what, that's what these disingenuous liberals try and do. We want to put the Jews in a certain area of the, the city. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want to do that. The president said not coming for the Jews. They just want certain people. You have nothing to be worried about. Uh, but the president just said the Jews. He did not say no. It, does not, it doesn't mean it like that. No, of course not. <laughs> You're crazy, Republican. You're too, too stupid. Sit down. You're so fucking arrogant and just ignorant. No. Not a week later. Three hours later. We are going to put the Jews in the ghetto. Yeah, the... The president just said he's good. He's good about. No, he did not mean the Jews. He's just talking about in general. Anybody, a Jew could be anybody. What? Fucking what? He's not coming for your guns. He literally just said he is. And you still make this claim. You still make this argument that he's not. Come the fuck on. These people are idiots. 
And here's the other thing. There's a lot of Democrats that are pro 2A. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that. There's a lot of Democrats that are pro 2A that do not like that policy. Just throwing that out there. Far left Washington Post is in serious financial trouble. Color me shocked. The Washington Post far left propaganda outlet. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, the organization is on track to lose money in 2022 after years of profitability, according to two people with knowledge of the company's finances. The Post now has fewer than 3 million paying digital subscribers that it had hailed uh, internally near the end of 2020. According to several people at the organization, digital ad revenue generated by the Post fell roughly 70 million during the first half of the year, about 15% lower than in the first half of 2021, according to a recent inter, uh, internal financial document reviewed by the New York Times. Free Ryan, the chief executive and publisher, or Fred Ryan, in recent weeks had floated with newsroom leaders the possibility of cutting 100 positions. According to several people with knowledge of the discussions, the cuts, if they happen, could come through hiring freezes for open jobs or other ways. The newsroom now has about 1,000 people. But who do you let go when everyone has the same job? When everyone is left-wing propagandist, liar, conspiracy theorist, and hater, who approves of child grooming? They all write the same articles. They all write the same columns. They all think the same way. They all tell the same lies. They all believe the same nonsense. They're all left-wing fascists who would push a red button that promised to kill all 65 million Trump supporters. I guess in that case, it doesn't matter who you lay off. One is more useless than the other. It looks like choosing the members of the Boer Collective to fire... Uh, out the air hatch into the vacuum of space. <laughs> Good Lord. Breitbart is savage. Who wrote this? Don't tell me it's the same guys before. Who wrote this? This is beautifully done. I like this. John Nolte on Twitter. <laughs> uh, he's getting a follow from me. Beautifully written. Beautifully written, old man. Love it. Love it. Meghan Markle. Good Lord. Yeah, she's still in the news. Meghan Markle laments her fear of not being able to afford her $14 million mansion. Oh, oh, you poor widow thing. You can't afford your $14 million. How are you ever? Oh, my God. You got to be kidding me with this shit. Uh, Pro-abortion D-list celebrity Meghan Markle talked about her fear of not being able to afford her $14.6 million mansion, revealing when she and husband Prince Harry were searching for a house online... They at first refrained from looking at their now home. The couple hesitated because we didn't have jobs. And I didn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you bought a $14 million house and neither of you even have a fucking job? <clears throat> Folks, I, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know what to say to that. That, that's got to be a dead giveaway for how stupid these people are. That's like, I'm, I'm at a loss. I am genuinely at a loss with this. You have no fucking job. What skills does she have outside of being a royal cunt? No pun intended. What skills does this liberal douchebag possess that she can make any money off of except for her celebrity status? And whether we want to admit it or not, she is a celebrity. Take on sponsorships of your shitty podcast. But it's, uh, I'm just, bro. 
you didn't have a job and you bought a $14 million mansion. I wonder how much money her husband has. I wonder how much English taxpayer money that douchebag has hoarded simply because of his bloodline. Revealing when she and husband Prince Harry were searching for a house online, they first refrained from looking at their now house. The couple hesitated because we didn't have a jobs and I didn't want to go and look at all the things I can't afford. We were looking in this area, Montecito, California, and this house kept popping up online in searches, Markle told the cut journalist Allison P. in a recent interview. At first, Prince Harry and Markle refused to visit the house because we didn't have jobs, so we just were not going to come and see this house. It wasn't possible, the Duchess of Sussex said. I don't want to go and look at all the things I can't afford. That doesn't feel good, Markle said. The fact that you're sitting there saying this about a $14 million mansion is very tone deaf. This would be different if you're talking about like the average American's cost of a house. Like, okay, I couldn't afford to go buy a $350,000 house. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to shop in the $200,000 range. That's more the medium middle class. I can understand that to a degree. You're talking about a $14 million mansion. Ugh. I just don't know if we'll be able to afford it. We're paying our pool boys enough as it is. <laughs> How fucking tone deaf do you have to be? Especially during a recession. Really? Okay. Davis, who claims Prince Harry and Markle were utterly humbled after having been confronted with a desper- uh, depressingly aspirational Zillow hunt, describes their Montecito abode as the king of big that startles you into remembering that unimaginable wealth is actually someone's daily reality. It evokes a classic Tuscan villa, a Napa vineyard, vineyard, and a manicured Beverly Hills country club decorated with careful, considered coastal tones for a casual air. The home equivalent of billionaires dressing down in denim, Davis said. And I love that Breitbart even tweeted this out. You can always count on Meghan Markle to take cultural tone deafness to a royal level. No kidding. No fucking kidding. I'm just like, wow. (laughs) You just got to love that. We couldn't afford a 16, but yeah, I guess they got it. After touring the house and uh, and falling almost immediately in love with it, Markle told the real estate agent, we have to get this house, even though she hadn't yet seen the inside of it. Guys, look, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Um, no pussy's worth that. I don't care how good you think it is. It's not. Your woman is sitting there saying, oh, I've got to have it. I've got to have this house. You, you haven't even seen the inside. It just tells me that you're all about emotion and not logic. $14 million house, folks. It just tells me that you don't care about money. One of the first things my husband saw when we walked around the house was those two palm trees, Markle told Davis, pointing at two large uh, Dr. Susie and palm trees on the lawn. See how they're connected at the bottom? He goes, my love, it's us. Oh, my God. Make me puke with a... Imagine, (laughs) bro, if I was standing on the front lawn of a $14 million house and my, my wife, my royal wife looks at me and says, baby, it's us. Look, we're the palm trees. 
No, the fuck it's not me. Because I'm not spending $14 million on a fucking house when I don't have a fucking job. Bitch, that must be your other, that must be a boyfriend or a future husband because that shit ain't me. I'm the scrub down the road on the, the front lawn of that $200,000. That, that's me. This could be you. But the, the, nah, this ain't me. No way in hell. You could pay for it. Oh, I forgot you don't have a job. And your only claim to fame is that you rode my dick until I put a baby in you. It's ridiculous. Talk about, oh my God. No wonder he's fucking, he's such a simp. My love, it's us. Prince Harry and Markle later purchased a home for $14.65 million. But I thought that you didn't have a job. So where was the money coming from? She says, we did everything we could to get this house, the Duchess told Davis, because you walk in and go, joy, and exhale and calm. It's healing. You feel free. During your interview, my, my God. Do y'all feel that way about your houses? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm out of touch. Maybe if it was because if like I was on a piece of land, which I'm, I'm saving up for, to go build my own house, then I could feel that way. But the majority of Americans, I don't think, feel that way. Especially with neighbors on both sides. I feel free. No, I want to be able to walk in my backyard and piss and not have to worry about somebody seeing me. That's free. That's, that's, my, that's my metric. During an interview with The Cut, Markle also tactically threatened to say anything about her time in the U.K., after she and Prince Harry left the royal family. Okay, I don't give a fuck. I'm bored with this now. So stupid. It's so dumb. You got to love this one. California votes down film industry gun safety regulations inspired by Alec Baldwin rush shooting. Alec Baldwin is still walking free. Still walking free, folks. Alec killed a guy. Still walking free. Nothing's happening to this douchebag. Why? Why? <clears throat> FBI even said after months of this in, this investigation, after months of this investigation. Why? Still nothing's happened. Queered. A bill to institute, to institute gun safety measures in the aftermath of the October 21st, 2021 rust shooting has failed to pass the Democrat-dominated California Legislature. The bill SB 831 was sponsored by State uh, Senator David Cortez out of San Jose, Democrat out of San Jose. The text of SB 831 says the bill would require a motion picture production company employer to hire a qualified set safety supervisor for all motion picture productions to perform an at-risk assessment as specified to be completed prior to the first day of production on a feature an episode of a series or a program, and to be on set daily to ensure cast and crew are not engaged in or exposed to an environment to an environment or activity that puts workers' health and safety at risk. The text makes clear that the SB 831 would also allow the use of a firearm and blank ammunition containing gunpowder um, or other explosive charge on motion picture productions only for specific or specified purposes and under specified safety conditions. It adds, the bill would require a qualified armorer, property master, or designee uh, handling a firearm in the course of the motion picture production to have a specified state permit to have completed certain training in firearms and to have a specified federal document for the possession and a dude, that's a very weird way of saying that we want to put more regulations on the Second Amendment. 
but okay. Uh, for the possession and custody of the firearm, the bill would require an employee to, or their employer to document and report to certain entities any incident involving a firearm or blank ammunition that occurs during a film or television production as prescribed. The Los Angeles Times noted that two of Hollywood's biggest unions, the Directors Guild of America and the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, are being blamed for the failure to secure the gun safety reform. Cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed and director Joel Souza was wounded in the October shooting incident on the Rust set. On December 3rd, Breitbart News reported that Alec Baldwin admitted he cocked the gun involved in the fatal Rust shooting, but claimed he did not pull the trigger. Bullshit. Uh, USA Today recounted Baldwin's ex exchange with ABC's new anchor, news anchor George Stephanopoulos, in which Baldwin said, I'm holding the gun where she, Hutchins, told me to hold it. He added, in the scene being rehearsed, I would have cocked the gun, and I said, do you want to see that? And she said, yes. So I take the gun, and I sort of cock it. I'm not going to pull the trigger. Baldwin said that Hutchins then had him adjust the angle at which he was holding the revolver. He then told Stephanopoulos, I cocked the gun, and I go, you can't see that. Can you see that? Can you see that? And I let go of the hammer of the gun, and the... Wait, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait, wait a minute. Something just dawned on me. Maybe he didn't pull the trigger, folks. Maybe, maybe, wait a minute. And don't jump to conclude. I'm saying, maybe he didn't cock the hammer all the way back. That's what I'm, fanfire. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. You, oh my God. There's no way. There's no fucking way. No, that I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so because he basically had to sit there and hold that hammer back without cocking it all the I don't, I don't think so. I think he's lying either way. He is guilty either way. There's no fucking way. He fan fired that motherfucker. Well, I didn't pull the trigger. No shit. But you still pulled the hammer back, you dumb fuck. That's the whole purpose behind it. You still fired the firearm. You just didn't pull the trigger to make it happen. You still fired it. The hammer, oh my God. That's the first time I've actually read that part about him saying that. That's crazy. Well, no, no, no. I know it doesn't work that way unless you're holding the trigger. Unless he didn't cock it all the way. He pulled it back three quarters of the way. But wait, isn't there like a double cock? Well, no, because this was double cock. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway... On some revolvers that I've, I've fired, it only cocks when you pull it all the way back. What I'm saying, though, is like that that freaking, that hammer was released. It wasn't cocked all the way back, and he released it. Slammed forward and fired the round. It does have a half-cocked position. All, all of them do? Okay. Hammer me down, daddy. <laughs> Either way, he's still guilty. Now, I know what you're talking about as far as the fan fire. Yeah, basically what they're talking about, the old Western, when they draw the quick draw, and essentially and you see them, like, using the, the free hand to just slap the hammer back and down. But they're, they're depressing the trigger. Otherwise, it's going to cock the gun. But I didn't know if there was a secondary cocking position on that hammer to where if you pull it half back, it still cocks. Alec was using a single-action revolver, which is going to be fired after a hammer pulled. But my question, though, is if did not pull the hammer back fully. That's just my question. 
Either way, regardless of which answer you give, he's still guilty. You fired the round. That thing did not go off by itself. It's just funny to me. And I, I don't, and they get, that's the old West. I don't think they actually really did that. Fan firing is very inaccurate. So, all right. Uh, Bed Bath Beyond that canceled the MyPillow dude. They're laying off, uh, I think, 20% of their people. Bed Bath Beyond is making a last ditch effort to save itself. Uh, Bed Bath Beyond is in deep turmoil. The company is trying to rescue itself and stay out of bankruptcy by shrinking. The chain said Wednesday that it will lay off approximately 20% of corporate employees, close around 150 stores, and slash several of its in-house home good brands. Damn. Damn. Like they are, oof. They are, hun- they are hemorrhaging money. Uh, crucially, the company also said it secured more than $500 million in financing to shore up its ailing financial straits. Berna Barsha, an independent retail analyst, said the company's moves were the prototypical rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, and the business was in structural de- decline. Hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, Mike Lindell, the CEO of the MyPillow, which I'm going to I'm gonna say this. I don't give a fuck. I haven't tried the pillows. The bathrobes are shit. Sorry. I'm not ashamed to admit that. The bathrobes are not comfortable. I bought one of theirs to try it out. The cotton one, it's not soft. Um, just telling you. Just throwing that out there. I haven't tried the pillows yet. I've read nothing but great things about the pillows, but I would definitely go with a different brand for the, um, the uh, shower um, Jesus, skipping my mind right now. I keep thinking about the gun, the gun, <laughs> the Alec Baldwin gun. Apologies. The um, I still want to know about that half cock position. I, I that's like bothering the fuck out of me now, because I just fucked with a forty five revolver the other day, and I didn't think to even look at that. Fuck. That's going to bother me. I'm going to have to go check that out now. Yeah. Anyway, the bathrobes, not good. Don't get them. But you can. I've never tried the pillow. So uh, people in the chat are saying, try the pillow, not my favorite. You know, that's the thing that concerns me about the right is that I understand that we want to support good brands. I am all about that, supporting Patriot brands. Please don't get me wrong. But I have applied the same methodology, the same train of thought to shell shock in every business that I have launched, even the ones that failed. Don't buy it based on the fact that we're Patriots or we're veteran. Buy it because it's basically a great product. And that's why Shell Shock's been successful. We have a lot of repeat customers, a lot of repeat customers. So I can't sit there and say, hey, go buy Lindell if it's a shit product. Look, it's awesome he supports Trump. It's awesome he's a conservative, okay? I don't really agree with the guy on a few things, but still, I cannot sit there and shout out a brand if they don't have good products. So that's just the way it is. Because when it, when it matters most, you are giving someone money for a service or a, a product. And if that person is not living up to what they should be giving you or to what they're promising then you should not give them your money. It's just, that's the way it is. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you do, all that promotes is shit products and you spending your heart on cash just to line somebody's wallet for the sake of them having the same beliefs as you. No, I disagree with that. I think they go, you can have both. That's also why we also um, offer a money back guarantee on our gummies for those who didn't know. Uh, yeah, totally off topic. I bought silk sheets. They're like 20 bucks off Amazon. Um <clears throat> Somebody said his towels are good. That's awesome. Uh, silk sheets are hot as fuck. They're hot as fuck. Mike Lindell pillows are American. Well, there's a lot of American pillows. I'm just saying. I'm not saying don't support them. I'm just saying that if somebody 
you know, has a product, it should at least be a decent product. So after being in jail for a while, I have any pillows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, silk sheets, they're hot as fuck. I bought a pair. Um, I bought, I bought the uh, sheets, the, the sheet cover and the pillowcases. Dude, I was sweating. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to cotton. So did not know that. So I was like, I'm gonna be all fancy. I'm gonna get myself some, some silk sheets. It's like, fuck me. I am, I'm sweating. Um, uh, but yeah, Bed Bath Beyond. And you know, you know what sucks? I actually like Bed Bath Beyond. I do. You go in there and it's like, I don't know. It's weird to me. <sighs> silk doesn't breathe. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I was just like, oh, it's gonna be soft. It's gonna be nice on my balls. And you get out there and you're just like, fuck. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and last, but most certainly not least, White House suggests Biden's $500 billion student loan handout will be paid for with deficit spending. Pfft, okay. You really believe that? Folks, do, do, what deficit spending? What deficit spending? In what areas? Okay, that sounds great. Okay, cool. Cool. Elaborate. What areas are you going to cut? I want to know that. What areas are you going to cut? And I can tell you right now, they are making this up as they go. They don't know. Oh, fine. Kareem Jean-Pierre, whatever your name is. Okay. Give me the areas. Give me the sectors that you're going to cut funding to. I want to know. Because if you've got a plan, let us hear it. They're feeding you bit by bit, folks, because they're making this shit up as they go. The reason they're doing all this, ladies and gentlemen, is they are trying to siphon the ever-loving shit out of every taxpayer. Ever-loving shit. Because Biden keeps spending fucking money. White House officials say President Biden's decision to cancel between $10,000 and $20,000 in student debt for millions of Americans is fully paid for because of a drop in the federal deficit, an argument that suggests the full cost of the policy will just be piled on top of the national debt. Fox News Digital has reached out to the White House multiple times over the past week about how it plans to pay for the student loan handout or if future tax hikes will be necessary. Oh, yes, they are. Okay, Reaper just says, I just read that for the long Colt 45, if you drop the hammer from the 9 tenths cocked, it would stop at half cocked unless you had the trigger pulled. Okay, that answers that one. Are all models that way, though? I didn't know that. Uh, the White House now saying that the handout is fully paid for through deficit reduction that is already occurring. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Where? Can you give, give me can you give me examples, please? I would like to see examples. Just you saying that does not make it believable. You need to show examples. It's paid for. It's paid for and far more. It's paid for and far more by the amount of deficit reduction that we're already on track for this year," said Bharat Ramaruti, deputy director of the National Economic Council. Okay, we're on track for 1.7 trillion in deficit reduction this year. That means practically spending compared to the previous year, 1.7 trillion more dollars are coming into the treasury that are going out. And we're using a portion of that, a very small portion of it, to provide relief to middle class families consistent with the president's plan. What? Middle class? Well, yeah, it's true. I'll give him that. 
because instead of you're making less than what is it? It's it's under like 200k. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're making over 200k, you're not middle class. Like you're upper middle class. Just throwing that out there. Economists say White House's comments are an unwillingness to outline offsets for the student debt handout, like tax increases or budget cuts, signals its plan to just pile the money onto the $726 billion federal deficit. Hmm. It's still bullshit. They're not providing a plan. I mean, even in the military, when you have a mission coming up, there's a very detailed outline plan. How do they not have the same thing? It's 125K solo or two, yeah. 10 versus 20. Dude, all this does, all this does, it's fucking, it's just fucking taxpayers. And I love the memes that I'm seeing about this now. It's like, well, you no longer have to join the army to get free college. And the other part of it is, okay, so are you going to stop doing these federal loans? Which they haven't. They're not going to. So then what's the point? People are still going to keep going in debt. And you're probably going to see an increase in people doing this loan now in hopes that it'll be forgiven. You're going to forgive all this stuff over here and you're going to incentivize even more to take out these loans that already probably couldn't afford them. But like, hey, the government's going to forgive it, right? And then what happens when you don't? I'm telling you this is a stupid thing to do. Dumb thing to do. But these are liberals. This is what they do, folks. I mean, it's, it's nothing out of the ordinary. It's what they do. So anyway... Well, that concludes today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for being here. You guys are fucking amazing. Uh, make sure you check out shellshockcbd.com. And if you're watching on our Twitch stream, make sure you go check out the Valor podcast. It's linked below on the Twitch channel, All-American Savage Show on Twitch. I appreciate all the new subscribers that are showing their love over there. Thank you very much. Again, shellshockcbd.com. You want to support a great brand, a great patriotic, veteran-owned brand with great quality products? Go check us out. Our company, I've loved it since we started this thing. It's only growing. We appreciate it. We love you for all your support. And if you can, go leave us a great Google review, or excuse me, review, well, Google review on For Shell Shock, as well as the iTunes podcast. It helps out way more than you think. And if you can, share the stream. Until tomorrow, folks, as always, you stay Savage America. Penis. <laughs>